Hey, okay, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about the outlet, which is kind of like the side project from the Dreamers Outlet. Um, And in a way, these were both like dreamt up at the same time. The outlet is really like an in-person space to do all of this dreaming that I feel like I get to do in the podcast. And it's been incredibly fulfilling. It's been incredibly life-giving, inspiring, inspirational. You know, it's been amazing. And I kind of want to give a little bit of an idea because whenever... I invite someone to the outlet, like it's it's an in-person meeting. Um, no, you know people don't really know what to expect, and I love the opportunity to kind of share what we do. And then even still, they don't even realize how amazing the experience of coming to one really is. Hopefully, by the end of this uh, this podcast, if you are in the area and you want to join because you have a creative idea that needs nurturing then you'll be able to follow us on instagram and find the posting of when and where the next one will be we do them once a month if you are not in the area and are inspired by the idea of an outlet then i really encourage you to create your own because Again, you will be surprised at how life-giving the experience can be. Okay, so what do I mean by an outlet? So I just kind of gave that title to these creative meetings where I gather with other people who have creative ideas or who don't necessarily have a creative idea yet and maybe have like a creative deficiency and need some inspiration. That's what we do. It's it's um we don't push businesses although a lot of our creative ideas may end up being sort of like a career path but we're we are very like we're not it's not like you know small business pep talks i've been to lots of those and they're amazing they're also very important because a lot of times you do need that business push that is a little less personal and a little more um business but at the same time i think we've found that when folding in our passions into spending time devoting to what we're passionate about it ends up actually taking the forefront eventually and i've seen that with people that i've had this kind of space with years ago who are now actually fully operating in those things that we talked about you know three or four years ago in a space just like this. So once I saw some of my um, outlet um, friends and um, co-creators do amazing things with their creative goals, I was just like, I need to recreate that. I need that for myself. I I lived in a different country at the time. I, you know, I'm not face-to-face with those people anymore. I definitely have like online contacts with them. But for example, though, one of my buddies has since gone on to create an app that has like, you know, made millions and, and, you know, he's been able to sell it to people like Coca-Cola and um, other big names, cell phone companies and things like that to help them, you know, streamlining, streamlining their business, uh, ventures, you know, and a very, again, a very business focused idea, but 
Wow, the, 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 I remember seeing sort of the, the beginning, the birth of that idea, and then like now he's doing this, and it isn't about the millions he made on the app. At the end of the day, I remember his passion. He knew he could create something that would make other people's lives easier, and that is what I was so inspired by, not by the potential that, of the money that he could make. And sure enough, I think even to this day, I mean, who doesn't love the millions? But I think really he's truly mostly satisfied by seeing hundreds and thousands of people at big corporations have um, something a little bit like their lives are made easier because of his idea that he believed so much in, he pushed it to happen. And then I have another friend who um, in the same group wanted sort of an online magazine wanted to create articles for this magazine at the first the idea wasn't very solid and throughout these four years since we started um, meeting and inspiring each other she has created this incredible online magazine she's a very strong voice for her community she's highlighting people in her city that i think would otherwise go unnoticed she just has a very strong passion for the people who are doing good and so she gets to choose because it is her creation she's not just writing articles for another magazine or a newspaper although she has done that and she still continues to do that for other newspapers but this is her creative baby and she gets to have total say and it has her personality and she you know features places that she goes every day she gets to talk to about people that that she believes in what they're doing, what they're trying to do for this world. And so it's like everything she does for this creation, this this sort of magazine that she has, ends up being a piece of herself. And it's her personality and it's, and it's hers. And she's feeling fully expressed and being able to um, operate in this way. And, and, it is, and it's becoming very lucrative too. So... I mean, again, when you when you focus on what you're most passionate about, people end up catching on to that and they want some of it, too. And it very often does become lucrative. And that's a total bonus. Um, I think if you continue to focus, though, on I'm doing this because I'm passionate about it, because I believe in it, because I love the process of doing it then that is what makes things really successful. So I've been very inspired and I have buddies who from that same group who are doing other great things with their with their crafts and their um, creativity and their business minds. But I really, I really, I needed that again. So I had already moved back. I traveled around the world and then here I am now and uh, settled down and kind of getting into like, just life as usual in a nine to five, which at the time it wasn't for me. So I was glad to travel around, but it's not a horrible thing. So I've settled into that for now. I'm always open to whatever happens next, but, but it's okay. The stability, the consistency, it's really healthy because it's allowing me to explore some other areas of my life. And in this case is really the creative, the creative outlet. So I, in all that searching, though, it was definitely traveling around the world. You don't do that just because, like, you're soul searching, right? And it was a total eat, pray, love experience. And in that, you know, I just really was searching for myself. I came back. I, I spent a year in my own apartment here, um, you know, living by myself and still in learning to be alone and 
and learning to devote time to myself and to really take care of myself. And in that, I kind of like rediscovered things about um, who I am that I had forgotten about along the years of, you know, like living. And I kind of like thought back to like my high school days and what what was what were the things that I enjoyed doing, whether or not you would say I was good at them or not. It doesn't even matter. But like, what is it that I enjoy doing? And I was definitely always in an art class. I was I took drawing. I took loads of photography. I majored in photography for two years and then changed to, to something else. But I, I, I definitely had had a lot of art and creativity. I had a little bit of music too. And I, I mean, it's just, I think it's happens to people. You kind of like go through life and forget, forget that you used to like those kinds of things or you just cycle into new, new seasons. But I, I don't know, after all that soul searching, I was like, look, I was desperately looking for something that would feed my soul again, you know, and I feel like creating in whatever capacity really does feed the soul and being around other creative minds, like if you're, I mean, it's explosive, it really is. And so I was searching for that. I decided, okay, I'm going to start drawing. I just started doodling and then uh, I got a tattoo and then my tattoo artist was like inspiring me, you know, just keep drawing. Like, who cares if you don't like it, there's a blank page behind it. Just keep going. And I don't, I'm not drawing so that I can be like a renowned like artist or sketch artist or whatever it is. Like I just, just because I like the feeling of pencil on paper or I like the feeling of a brush and paint in my hand and it just, it, it is very therapeutic and I like settling into that sort of creative therapy. So I was very inspired and from there I kind of moved into noticing the people around me who also had these incredible untapped creative talents. And, you know, a friend of mine who just, I came in fresh off the couch surfing, like, you know, whim and I'm telling all my couch surfing stories and she's like you have got to start a podcast you have to I want to record some of these things and I you know I love the way you tell stories and this and that and I'm like nah I, I didn't think it was a big deal but yeah here we are like a year and a half later and from day one she said start this podcast and then I finally started to give in <laughs> and um and I'm so glad I did because it's definitely it's I'm, I'm lucky to have met her who has the vision for the podcast and also the talent to produce it and edit it and but I love that she has the vision for my podcast and I love that she's actually constantly encouraging me in my own like craft I didn't I didn't expect to to experience that and I'm I'm just I feel honored that I can and in that it made me kind of like I noticed other people around me who had incredible talents that were just kind of there and they and and anytime I heard somebody say you know I have this idea and I heard it I'm like that's an awesome idea go for it but it, it's just natural you start to doubt yourself you start to think that like you don't have who's going to want to see that or hear that or who's going to want to read that or watch that or whatever, who's going to want to consume my creation? Like who? And you really start to doubt yourself. And again, I think 
circling back to why we create and we recreate we create because we have to because like our existence depends on it it's like vital to survival if we don't create then then we are slaves to the corporate world we're slaves to the nine to five to we we become complacent we become just like that's it this is life i'm just gonna like you know i'm just gonna fall into my hole and and you know crawl into my shell and and disappear because i'm just surviving life and i think when we are intentional about taking a step towards creativity we're really giving ourselves something special because that is when you say i am in control i control this piece of my time right now i am creating something whether again whether thousands or millions of people see it or watch it or consume it in whatever way or whether it's just for you in a quiet time that helps you channel whatever it is you're going through in life it, you channel it into a different avenue that comes out in so many different beautiful things and so i kind of wanted to highlight some of the people who attend the outlet because again i think people hear creativity and you think you have to be an artist and that's not the case so the first person on my roster at the outlet is of course my dearest and closest producer friend slash co-worker um morales um she's amazing and of course as i already mentioned she was the one who was like you gotta do a podcast but the podcast again has opened doors for other creativity i get to draw when i post you know promote it on instagram i get to learn how to do video i get to connect with people in this kind of creative setting so her believing in me is something that has inspired a lot of other cool things to happen and and seeing the, just that kind of made me branch out and makes me want to do that for somebody else. And that's essentially the outlet. Who else do we have on the outlet roster? So we got Morales. Then we have, um, we have someone who is like a photographer, but also really has a passion for local businesses is um it has incredible entrepreneurial mind really wants to has a passion about learning about business so that those creative that creative piece of business that helps make businesses better like she really wants to pour into that um, we have someone who bakes pies and loves baking pies and is also doing something very noble with her her nine to five time she's um you know helping families she does she's like a family advocate at a local organization um but but baking pies is like something she's so passionate about and you know just being able to help her find where she can sell those pies does she want to sell them how can she bake the pies that make her the happiest and where can she learn more about baking pies and i mean just being a part of that journey for her is incredible and then seeing what that pursuing that for her opens up even further, for example, you know, other sort of social justice focused things and how pie baking can fold into that. I mean, it's incredible what can happen. And I've enjoyed watching her journey. We have a couple yoga teachers. I mean, definitely one is, is um, actively trying to grow her yoga groups. And she's also like giving classes on just all things whimsical. She's, she's a fairy. 
Um, and another yoga teacher who, while she's also, you know, perfecting her own practice and trying to branch out with um, encouraging other people in their yoga, individual yoga practices, she actually wants to like be on the steps of, of you know, Washington D.C. and 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 advocating for the health the health education in our in our public schools and her yoga practice has brought her to that kind of realization so she's using this creativity and this sort of flow that comes out of yoga to really um open some doors and and push herself further in bringing education to children um, about their health and you know that all takes creativity as much as it is academic as much as it is something that is creative and requires sort of a personal discipline it's also something that uh, inspires other people and so that creativity kind of blooms into that we have another uh, student who's in film school he's got some cool stuff like He's pushing really hard to like, you know, he's not just finishing film school homework assignments. He's putting heart and soul into it. And, and he, he's, it's personal for him. I mean, why would you go to film school if you weren't passionate about film, first of all? So I guess there's that in any kind of, I was, I told you I was a photography major for two years and there was so much pressure to do art. Like my classmates were doing art. And so the ones who really stood out were the ones who didn't care what everyone else was doing and who wanted to do art the way that they knew how they could do art. And, and um, the passion that comes through art is, ends up being really evident. And I don't know. I love what he's doing and I love the passion. But then he's also kind of reinventing himself, like spiritually and like, I mean, sort of existentially. So I think that was kind of cool, too, to hear about that whole like rebirth that he's going through and that takes some creativity and some introspection um we had we had someone who was just like a drop-in they are going off to the peace corps in a few weeks so this was like the only meeting they were ever able to go to but i really wanted them to come and experience something um that would send them off with just an extra ounce of inspiration and they did. I, I feel like they ended up coming and really enjoying that. And, uh, you know, aside from the Peace Corps and a social justice advocate, they really like working on media and producing media and just finished their degree in advertisement, but also has this heart for social justice. And it was kind of like interesting because... I think the, the discussion sort of started as if like those had to be two separate things because obviously social justice is very something you have to be like you have to have some grit to like really advocate for social justice. But then, you know, art is kind of flowy and, and whimsical sometimes. And so that ended up being something that they were struggling with. And then it turns out like absolutely sort of sort of your corporate academic understanding of advertisement actually can fold in very well into social justice advocacy because I mean absolutely the messages you're trying to push and advocating for social justice need to be pushed in a way that is marketed very very intelligently and very professionally and so that advertisement degree 
is going to come in handy down the road. But meanwhile, they're just traveling around the world too, just finding themselves and I think, and, and serving, you know, serving people, uh, serving the underserved. So I think it's really cool to have had that person with us and then being able to sort of send them off into a new space with a lot of love and, and compassion and inspiration. Uh, we have a fashion designer who loves to like thrift clothes and then redesign them just on a very small level. And she's a dancer too, but she's also kind of finding her own way as well and starting, starting college and just open to whatever, whatever comes of it. But being able to be encouraged by people who kind of believe in your, believe in you and believe in your, um, talent, I think that ends up going a long, long way. And then during those times where we're just figuring each other out and then, um, I don't know, we've had a few others kind of swing in and out, but of course, then there's me and then there's this, this podcast. And I can't tell you, seriously, I cannot tell you how important my my time at the outlet has been in helping me like move ideas forward. Really, it has helped me inspire season two, really. I don't think it would be here if it weren't for our meeting last night that was so encouraging and uplifting. And I really, we always say, like, you leave, like, floating. Like, sometimes you can fly away from one of our meetings because once you you put these creative minds together and you just focus on each other's talents, it's such a blessing to have people actually believe in you and then to see other people that you believe so much in that you are going to, you're gonna like aggressively advocate for how amazing they are until they believe how amazing they are you know and I in that combination like you really can't you can't go wrong lifting people up and encouraging and inspiring in that community I think gives people a real sense of belonging and it gives you a sense of purpose for for all that creating and all that inspiration I mean, if you're, it's one thing to have amazing ideas, and then it's just another thing to have a community of people who believe in those ideas, and your ideas will actually bless them and 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 help them move forward in their own lives. So, yeah, I I as as I said at the beginning, I I'm full. I am like I'm overflowing uh, with with inspiration, and I want other people to feel like. They can find that for themselves. And I really think it in in large comes by connecting with other people on a creativity level. I am friends with most of these people outside of these meetings. And and let me tell you, I mean, we don't sit around like in everyday life talking only about our creative ideas. So it's but but we do enjoy life together and and, and I think we have a, a like a stronger bond as, as friends and acquaintances because we're able to encourage each other in these very vulnerable moments because it takes a lot of vulnerability to be creative, a lot, because you are just based, you are putting a piece of yourself out there and hoping that somebody resonates with it, somebody likes it, maybe somebody will give it a thumbs up on your social media or whatever, you know? And maybe they won't. And if they don't, does that mean that it's not good or whatever? You know, and it you roll around in that. So it's incredible vulnerability. So that's why I think being your truest self, being your most authentic self in creating is the best way to inspire people and 
going back to the topic, my very first episode of Hug a Whale, you'll have to listen to it if you haven't heard already. It's a beautiful story of a, about a dream I had of a whale named Virginia. May she rest in peace. Oh, love her. But she, um, she, she left me with an incredible understanding of how sort of like put into perspective maybe really the the reality of some of my fears my personal fears and then I just kind of saw some of my friends again in the beginning stages of of the outlet and the dreamers outlet these friends who had amazing creative ideas and were too afraid to like capitalize on them and I'm looking at this idea and thinking it's amazing you should there's no reason you should be afraid and but then again when when they're calling me out and saying you need to start a podcast I'm like oh my god no no why would I do that that sounds horrible I would like who would want to listen to that it, it, it's just kind of funny because it is it is a scary scary thing but the idea of hug a whale is that I mean whales are essentially gentle giants doesn't mean that it's not dangerous to swim with a whale, but, but, I mean, really, in studying some, you know, studying different kinds of whales since I've had that dream, you do kind of see this beautiful, yeah, presence that's big and and very overwhelming to just suddenly come in contact with, but at the same time, very gentle for the most part, and so these gentle giants. Yes, they're big and scary. Yes, they can be overwhelming to look at head on. But then if you kind of embrace that presence, like, wow, you you end up having, you're kind of like basically hugging this whale and saying, I'm with her. It's like, I, I can either be afraid of this big, scary thing or I can embrace it. And then now I've got a huge ass whale who's like my buddy. And like, you come like trying try anything like she's got my back you know and that's that's how how we should look at our creativity and in whatever is exactly our creations I mean really just embrace it and then say look at this thing that I did I don't care if you like it I don't care if you're afraid of it I don't care you know this came wholeheartedly from me my soul my experience in life and you know, saying that you don't like it is is kind of invalidating my experience. You can't tell me that this isn't this isn't relevant because it's relevant to me, and if it's relevant to me, it may be relevant to someone else. So if it's relevant to me, it might be relevant to someone else. Um, if you have a story or a whale, a big, scary kind of creative feat that you have been nervous about pursuing or or sharing with people, I would love it if you would email me at thedreamersoutlet at gmail.com or direct message me on Instagram. Of course, we're at thedreamersoutlet. I would love it. Or you could even just comment on, on one of the posts on Instagram. Send it to us. Send us, what is your whale? Have you already hugged a whale and did it go well for you? Um, are you facing a whale that you feel like you are too afraid to pursue, but you know, your head knows it's just a gentle giant and really there's no, nothing actually dangerous about pursuing it. It's just a very vulnerable and scary thing to do. You know, send me those stories. I would love to hear them. I don't have to share it on my podcast or in any sort of public way. I would definitely let you know before sharing anything. If it's all right with you, I'm super big on consent. 
but if if you are just kind of interested in talking that out in any capacity with me or Morellas, who obviously is very good at talking things through, just let us know. Like send us send us a message somehow, and I would love to inspire you in that way and help point you in a direction that might encourage you to pursue that if I know of any resources that could be helpful. And then if you have any other ideas or any other things that you want me to talk about on my season two podcast, then definitely send me a message also and make me aware and I'll see what I can do. But I really, really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate your faithfulness and and following me into season two. And uh, I just hope that you all continue to hug those whales and continue to be inspired and definitely loving each other with compassion because that's what we're all about here.